You're now tuning in to True Way Gaming Podcast, hosted by One Way Soldier. We answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. Now available on major platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, and others. Helping you game with a better understanding. Hey, God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of True Way Gaming. I'm your host, One Way Soldier, or... You can call me Carl. And here on True and Gaming, we answer your gaming-related questions and talk about gaming-related topics. And before I start this episode, uh, again, and I, f- I feel like I do this too much, guys, I, I, and, and I sincerely mean this, I do apologize that uh, I didn't post a new episode on January 28th. Uh, January 28th, we had a major snowstorm over here, uh, at least where I'm at in the northeast. Yeah, um... Yeah, I live in Connecticut, so, yeah. <laughs> we got a major snowstorm called Bobby. I think the snowstorm is called Bobby. Uh, what a name. You know, Bobby came through. <laughs> and then also last weekend, too, uh, was my mother's birthday as well. So, you know, we celebrated the whole weekend. Amen. <laughs> and um, praise God. Yeah, and, and again, with the snowstorm, that just caused a lot of things to be delayed, you know. But, you know, here I am back um, again this week. And then also next week, again, the show will, the schedule will continue as normal. Every Friday, I'll upload a new episode of Chue Gaming. Thank you so much for bearing with me. And again, I do apologize for apologizing again for a delay. 2022, I will get it right. Amen. So, uh, continue on to this episode. Uh, so, on this episode of Chue Gaming, uh, I received the question. I received a question from a listener called Princess Kyrie. And she asked me this very interesting question. She said, hey, Carl, I am thinking about getting back into gaming. I currently have an Xbox one, but all I see when I go in stores is the Series S mostly in stock than the Xbox Series X. So I wanted to ask you, what console do you recommend me getting into? Um, Which console I should purchase to jump right into next gen slash current gen? And that is an outstanding question. <laughs> so I'm going to add, well, a quick answer to this and then a long answer. Of course, you know, I'm going to answer this detailed, um, best way I can detailed. And there's a lot to, uh, you know, a lot of details to cover. Um, so the quick answer is if you just want to play single player next gen games, right on the Xbox, so if you want to play native series X games, um, you know, single player wise, uh, a matter of fact, a, a cool feature that you could do on your Xbox one is that you could actually stream. You can now stream through game pass ultimate. You could stream Xbox series X games now on your Xbox one console, which is pretty cool. Uh, but if you're on the Xbox, if you're on the Xbox one, like the, the VCR, I call it the VCR model, the first <laughs> Xbox one model. Um, I do believe the max resolution you'll be able to stream will be 1080p. Or I think that's across the board 1080p i think is, is general but anyway you can stream xbox series as games um also yeah that's if you want single player games but if you are a competitive gamer if you play competitively you know warzone or you know fortnite etc um, then you may want to invest in a series s and or series x and i will answer that right now the more detailed uh explanation um and, and de- definitely, if you're, if you're a competitive gamer, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, a Series X, uh, definitely. But 
I want to sleep on the Series S as well. Uh, so now I'm going to get into the more detailed, bigger answer, <laughs> so to speak. All right. And the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to explain this, the different specs between the two. So I'm going to bring it down like that first. So the the Series, they both have uh, eight cores or eight X cores, custom Zen 2 CPUs. Um, but the difference is really the teraflops between both consoles and also memory. So the Xbox Series X offers 12 teraflops of GPU power, uh, but the Series, the Xbox Series S model only has four teraflops of GPU power. Then the Xbox Series X has a one terabyte hard drive in it, uh, um, NVMe uh, Gen 4 uh, SSD in it, uh, but only 800 and two gigs of that is available to the user. The rest is reserved for the OS and also, um, oh my goodness, what was that thing called? Um, quick Play, there you go, Quick Play, oh my goodness. And then the Xbox Series S offers a 512 gigabyte um, SSD inside, but only 364 gigs is reserved to the user for that. And yeah, that, that, that's not a lot at all, especially games could easily go over 50 gigs, um, and, and especially Call of Duty. Vanguard wasn't so bad. I think at launch, Vanguard was like 70 gigs, a little less on the Xbox Series S. Um, but yeah, so off the bat, I do want to advise if if you plan, like, for example, let's say you get an Xbox Series S, and let's say you see yourself automatically getting that the, the expansion card for the Xbox Series X, so you can expand the memory. Uh, that one terabyte um, SSD card, which is like two hundred and think eighteen dollars or something, um, you might as well save that money and wait to get the Xbox Series X. So not only with the Xbox Series X you would get a whole terabyte instead of half, um, but you also get the extra horsepower as well. Um, so I would recommend like if if you are planning off the bat get the Series S. Oh, I'm gonna buy the expansion card. Just wait. I recommend just save your money and and put that money literally towards the X because the this Xbox Series S is three hundred dollars, and then also the Xbox Series X is five hundred. And literally, if you were to buy the Series S with three hundred, and then buy the memory card, which is two hundred something dollars, you might you're basically buying a Series X. So I I would definitely encourage, strongly encourage, just to save your money if you're going that route. But if you're okay with having just three hundred. And 64 meg, uh, you know, gigabytes. I mean, cool. You know, that's awesome. And then, um, you know, what, what you're getting in the Series S is an impressive machine. The, also, the major difference between these two consoles is the Xbox Series X um, accepts you can play digital media on it, and you can also play physical um, discs on it. So you could play. So you have a, for example, an Xbox One library, physical library. Um, you could play that on the Xbox Series X. As to where if you were to purchase the Xbox Series S, um, you know, it's digital only. Uh, they remove the disc drive for the Xbox Series S. And so literally you you're only allowed to play digital media on the Xbox Series S. Now, you know, that wouldn't be a problem, obviously, especially with games with gold. If you racked up or every month you manage to claim, um, you know, games with gold and 
you know, it's four titles a month, whatever, in all the years, you know, you have a pretty big library. But also what's really cool is if you were to buy the Xbox Series X, you also, I do believe, to my knowledge, I should have checked this before I actually started recording. It's kind of embarrassing. Um, I do believe it comes with a three-month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Um, so what's really cool is that you could buy the Xbox Series S, and what it's meant for is that it's a it's affordable entry to the next gen, aka current gen. Um, it's it's affordable entry, and then without making a major commitment to you know oh you bought a console all right you have no games with it literally you just drop 15 more dollars for xbox game pass ultimate and then boom out of the box you have over 100 games to play day one when you buy the xbox series x uh series s excuse me and you don't have to make a a big commitment as to all right you know you bought the xbox series x and then um i mean don't get me wrong xbox game pass is ultimate it's available on uh, both consoles you could get game pass ultimate on the series x too and which is awesome but with I guess what I'm trying to explain is that the Xbox Series S, it's I guess if you want to go the cheaper route and not make a major commitment in terms of spending or dishing out more than five hundred, you know, dollars and spending nearly six hundred for like a brand new game or so, you could literally just get an Xbox Series S and it comes with a trial of Game Pass Ultimate, or just drop fifteen bucks and then boom, you just have hundred games off the bat. Um, so to, that concept alone is very, very, very appealing, in my opinion, and, um, and it's really cool. And the Xbox Series X as well. Um, the Series X, same thing. You know, you drop fifteen. Well, you know, you're spending five hundred dollars. Spend, you know, drop fifteen dollars in Game Pass Ultimate, and then you could immediately try Xbox Series X games with your subscription, and uh, which is very, very awesome as well. So. Specs wise, you know, they're really impressive. Also, uh, you know, they both have hardware accelerated race tracing. They both co- feature quick, uh, quick play or quick resume. That's what it's called. I said quick play, quick resume, <laughs> excuse me. Um, and then they all f- also both feature, um, auto HDR. And then they also have through backwards compatibility feature, um, FPF boost, which I will get to more in a few moments. So now that you know the different specs between the two and, I mean, it's pretty impressive too. Like, I mean, both of these are, are both impressive. I mean, what you're getting, both of these, if you were to separate them, they're both impressive. What's in there? Like, they're both like basically um, high-end gaming PCs, basically. And especially for three hundred dollars, I mean, come on, you're getting for for the Series S, and you get to experience uh, ray tracing um, for three hundred dollars. That's very very impressive because I know if you were to get a PC. You have to drop three hundred or more, especially this current age, much more, uh, for a GPU alone that's capable of doing ray tracing. So it's cool that you buy a console for three hundred, uh, price of a graphics card, boom, you just you have a console that is capable of doing ray tracing, which is really impressive stuff. And you know, same thing with the Series X, you know, five hundred, you know, it's, you know, it's it's really, it's really beefed up. So the next thing I want to go, so I'm gonna move away from specs, and. I want to move into the different, how should I say, I'll move, I'll move, move on to backwards compatibility because that's one of my favorite features of upgrading to a next generation console. I love backwards compatibility because obviously the console that came out previous and you have tons of games for it, all that travels with you. So it, it was disappointing at first when back in 2013 when the Xbox One and the PS4 came out where backwards compatibility, uh, compatibility excuse me, 
was completely absent. Until two years later, Microsoft surprised everyone at E3 stage that backwards compatibility is returning for the Xbox One. And you could play your Xbox 360 uh, disc and also Xbox One, which was very, very, very surprising. And, you know, Sony introduced some form of that where Xbox, they offer the free route where you're, you know, obviously you put in a disc. Um, and then, you know, if you have a Xbox One disc laying around, of course, it's, there's a list online of compatible titles. But if you have one of those games on the list and you insert, you have the original disc for it and you insert it into your Xbox One, boom, you know, you're able to download it as to where Sony, they charge you to play PS2 games. So if you want to play Max Payne for the PS2, you would have to buy it at the store, which is like $15, I think, or 10 And, you know, it's a case-by-case basis kind of thing. Um, but anyway... Back to the Series X. So what's really impressive is that the Xbox Series X and Series S is backwards compatible with all four generations. Um, Limited, I'll say. And what I mean by limited is that because it's backwards compatible using eliminate, uh, excuse me, um, emulation <laughs> and not natively. So in other words, they don't have, uh, Microsoft didn't put a native uh, original Xbox or original uh, uh, Xbox 360 GPU on the motherboard literally there is being backwards compatible enabled through emulation so because it's being emulated you know they have to get permission from developers uh you know legally licenses uh, licensing whatever etc um so there's a list if you were to go on the Xbox website and you can see the list for you know 360 titles that are backwards compatible X, uh, original Xbox and every, though, what the good news is every Xbox One title is backwards compatible on the Xbox Series X and S. So that is a good thing. So your library of Xbox One does travel with you. So and so another thing that I wanted to elaborate on, and actually I wanted to correct, because I believe in past episodes were... Episode, oh my god, I can't talk tonight, guys. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a little late where I'm at. You know, it's 9.40. If you consider that late, but yeah, just please don't mind me. Bear with me, and I appreciate it. So, <laughs> praise God. So, wait, what was I? Oh, <laughs> all right, yeah. So, the where I tried to attempt to explain or elaborate on in previous episodes, I said that games that were Xbox One X enhanced, um, uh, backwards compatible games are Xbox One X enhanced. Um, on they will not be Xbox One X enhanced on the Series S, and you know due to recent research, that is not entirely true. So, me, I, I guess I generalized it. So Xbox One games, right? If the Xbox One games that are Xbox One X enhanced, um, just a random example like the Evil Within Two, for example, um, or yeah, Gears of War, right? Gears of War Four. Um, when you play those games on the Xbox Series S, um, they you would run the Xbox One S version of those games. As to where, if you play on the Xbox Series X, you're playing the Xbox One X version uh, of those games. Um, so for the Xbox One titles, you know there's a difference there. But Xbox 360 games, uh, through backwards compatible uh, compatibility. 
um, Xbox 360 games. So games that are uh, 720p, you know, like for example, just to name a couple like um, Horizon, uh, excuse me, Forza Horizon uh, 2, for example, um, you know, Xbox, you know, uh, oh, Gears of War 2, another one. Um, etc. You know, games are Xbox One X enhanced or backwards compatibility. Those are still enhanced for the Xbox Series S. Um, so, but the difference is instead of um, it being a, a four times resol- uh, resolution, it will be a three times resolution because the max capability of the Xbox Series X, um, you know, you could do native um, 4K um, up to 120 hertz, as to where the Xbox Series S. Could the maximum of the capability it could do is 1440p at you know 120 frames per second, even though that's not uh, entirely true as well. But I'll get to that in a few moments. So in other words, uh, when you play a 360 game that is Xbox One X enhanced, uh, also like Fable Anniversaries, when you play it on the Xbox Series S, um, you'll be playing it at 1440p. Rather, if you were to play on the Xbox Series X, um, and or Xbox One X, that game will run at native 4k you know through backwards compatibility but on the series s it will run at 1440p now what i meant was what you know i said oh yeah that's not entirely true um is because a games like the um, ori will of the wisp for example on this series s it could run at 4k native 4k 60 frames per second and or 1080p 120 frames per second and then the tourist um, which is an indie title, could run at native 4K, 60 frames per second, on the Series S. So it's really a case-by-case basis, and I know it sort of adds a little confusion because Xbox messaging here, but pretty much the Xbox Series S is the, the is designed, the core design of it is to, you know, it mostly runs at 1440p, 60 frames per second. So that, that's the selling point. Because also Crisis Remastered as well could do uh, native 4K, but at 30 frames. But anyway, so in terms of backwards compatibility, um, that's where, yeah, th- that's the difference is. 360 game, that's Xbox One X Enhanced. 1440p, if you're running an Xbox One game, that's Xbox One X Enhanced. You'll play the Xbox One S instead of the X. Now, I also wanted to go into the different consoles. So they both feature, and again, this is... This even works on backwards compatible titles. So yeah, I'll put this under backwards compatibility as well. Is that both of these consoles does experience or have the capabilities of FPF boost. Where um, FPF boost is a feature. um, And this is handled at the hardware level. Where it's capable of um, you playing a game backwards compatible. And you're able to... It's able to double or even triple the frame rate. Um, So... For example, I have a small list here, um, which is so cool. Uh, it, it really is a game changer. So um, games that are, like, for example, uh, Battlefield um, Hardline and Battlefield 4, they support FPF boost. So when those games came out, you know, you could play them ex- you know, uh, 60 frames per second. I do believe both of those games were locked at a 900p resolution back on the Xbox One. But if you play it on the Xbox Series X, um, Series S, excuse me, those games play at like you know yeah still 900p uh, 60 frames but with fpf boost you can now play those two games at 120 frames whether you're playing on the xbox series x and or series s i might say but 
Battlefield 1 and Battlefield 5 on the Xbox Series X, you could play those two games at 120 frames using FPS boost on the Xbox Series X, but on the Xbox Series S, those games, that feature is not supported for those two games for whatever reason. I guess it's probably too much on the hardware. Um, maybe it was causing stutters or game breaking glitches. Who knows? Only Xbox. Um, and then also, what the cool thing though is like for games like Dark Souls, um, there was another one. Yeah, Dark Souls, you're able to play at 60 frames per second using FPS boost. So the game is still locked at a 900p resolution, but on the Xbox Series X and S, you get to play Dark Souls. Uh, three at 60 frames per second, which is really, really awesome. Um, but FPF boost, there's a small, if you were to go on X, you know, xbox.com and look at the FPF boost list, games are supported. There's a small handful of games on, that are not supported on the Xbox Series S. What like games like uh, Dead Island, um, the Definitive Edition, and Dead Island Riptide, um, Dying Light. And Mirror's Edge Catalyst, for whatever reason, those are not FPF boost supported. Oh my goodness, what a tongue twister. FPF boost supported on the Series S, but on the Xbox Series X, obviously, no issues. I think you can actually play, is it 120 frames, I think, Mirror's Edge Catalyst? Um, either way, it's crazy. And man, it's a game changer. Um, yeah. So, But there is also, just without using... Um, Outside of backwards compatibility, outside of FPF boost, there is games, obviously, that natively, or that's been optimized, I should say, um, that could play 120 frames per second or even 60 frames per second on the Series S, um, and obviously, as well as the Xbox Series X. Um, so, for example, one of those games is Fortnite. Fortnite, um, you could play at 1080p, but at 120 frames per second on the Series S. Which is crazy to think about. I mean, man, you drop $300. And of course, if you have the TV that's capable of... Well, okay, this gets really technical. So if you have a TV, it's a case-by-case basis in terms of TVs. TVs that um, with a HDMI 2.0 output, right? Um, some TVs you're allowed to... Um, the maximum performance you're able to do on that is 1440p 120 hertz um which is cool which is awesome uh, but hdmi 2.1 tvs which you know more tvs uh newer tvs are coming out now uh, just to name one uh, or the tv that i love uh, that i picked up was uh lg's nanocell um 90 which supports native 4k at 120 hertz using the two um HDMI 2.1 ports, right? Uh, but because the Xbox Series S is advertised as 1440p and stuff, it doesn't really bring an ultra HDMI cable. I do believe it brings a high-speed cable, which is capable of 1440p, 120 you know frames per second, as to where um, the Xbox Series X, um, native 4K, um, it brings an ultra HDMI cable, which allows a 48 uh, GBS, GBPS pass-through. As to where HDMI 2.0, it's only 18 GBPS pass-through. Now, I know there's a lot of technical terms there, uh, but to make things simple, if you still have a TV that could do 1080p, in other words, or only is HDMI 2.0, it's possible that your TV is still able, you're still able to benefit from the 120 hertz feature using the Xbox Series S uh, because you know, 2.0, like I just previously mentioned, um, can handle 
1440p up to 1440p um, 120 frames but or, or you could set it to 1080p at 120 hertz um but yeah but yeah so so that that's a good thing so you don't have to worry if you don't have a newer tv with an hdmi 2.1 um so that, you know that that's a good thing and also games like a uh, plague's tale innocence for example um that is optimized so you could play at 1080p 120 hertz even on the xbox series s which is really cool and of course the x you know there's, there's different modes on that and uh yeah praise god you know the list goes on the list goes on so yeah so basically all i'm just saying um just with those facts name essentially um yeah so if, if again if you're just how should i say if you are busy, right? If, if if you're you have a busy schedule, um, if you know, let's say if you okay, so if you want the best, um, the best, right? The the top of the line, and you want the best of what gaming has to offer for this current gen, um, and you know, obviously, I without a doubt, I highly recommend going for the Xbox uh, Series X. It's you know. The performance on that, the teraflops, really makes a big difference, especially if you're really into backwards compatible games, especially if you like games. You know, the 360 had amazing games. Um, if you love games like, for example, Splinter Cell, um, and that fact, you can explain the whole entire Splinter Cell series, the Splinter Cell series, even going back to the original Xbox. Um, so, that, yeah, Splinter Cell, Splinter Cell Prayer of Tomorrow, Chaos Theory. Um, Splinter Cell Conviction, Blacklist, etc. You can actually experience those games um, through Xbox, um, you know, because those games are now Xbox One X enhanced. You could experience those games at a native 4K resolution used, uh, through backwards compatibility on the Xbox Series X. And also, because of the 12 teraflops GPU power, uh, games always run at its peak. So games that are with an unlocked frame rate, you will mostly see that benefit. Um, if it's not optimized, you know, through the developers. Um, so, for example, uh, games like Grand Theft Auto 4 on Xbox 360, there was an uncapped frame rate. So, in other words, uh, if you, as a matter of fact, I think Digital Foundry did a fantastic video and also other people on YouTube um, on a 360 used to fluctuate a lot. It used to fluctuate between 32 frames, 35, maybe some instances it shoots up to like 50 frames, but it goes back down to 28. Um, it's all over the place, in other words, especially when, when scenes in the game get really, really heavy. Um, one example in that game, I remember there's like a bank heist that you go through and there's enemies everywhere and you have to, you know, escape and stuff and frame rates really dip. But playing that game on the Xbox Series X is a solid lock 60, no hiccups at all. And it's really is a game changer, especially with Grand Theft Auto 4. And the reason why I use that example, because I remember when that game came out, I played that. I think I was like in middle school when that game came out. And, you know, that was the first Grand Theft Auto ever to feature online multiplayer. And I just remember just the combat never felt right to me, even in single player. The combat always felt stuttery, especially when scenes became heavy. Um, you know, it was a game changer for the Grand Theft Auto series. But at the same time, just performance you could tell back then you know back then i was a kid i just wanted to play um but looking back on that now it was very very noticeable the drops um but so when i got the xbox series x and i popped that game in oh my goodness it's a it feels like literally there is not really a need for a remaster besides playstation 5 people i feel bad ps4 and ps5 people that 
you know, uh, uh, until Sony, if they ever decide to do um, make a PS3 backwards compatible, you know, we're not really going to see anything change there. You know, but it's been two generations already. Well, we're at the second generation. So, you know, there's hope that they, you know, and also there's been heavy rumors that Sony is applying backwards compatibility on the PS5 for PS3 games. And that would be amazing because I would love to play Resistance and stuff. But anyway, going back to my point. Um, so playing Grand Theft Auto 4 on the Xbox Series X, solid lock 60, auto HDR, literally it feels like it's a remaster. Um, and it's 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 insane. It really is insane just how great that game runs on the Series X. And also other games as well. A matter of fact, games like um, Fear, for example, Fear 1. Um, supports FPF boost. You could play that game at 60 frames per second um, through backwards compatibility. And, you know, I could be here all day just naming games and my experience on the Xbox Series X. Um, but in other words, yeah, you know, games also that, because it, it looked like last generation with the Xbox One, um, the, I guess what Xbox was trying to do with the Xbox One X was 4K gaming. And they accomplished that. The thing is, the majority of gamers, I would say, um, or a lot, or Xbox, as a matter of fact, you were to go on um, their website, they found a lot of their fans, um, I do believe they said most of their fans, um, prioritizes frame rate rather than resolution. Um, because I, you don't get me wrong, I love 4K, you know, and seeing those, the graphical Adelia games, you know, uh, you know, I love, for example, Monster Hunter World and, um, um, just to name one, <laughs> you know, and, and so many other games. Uh, oh, Homefront, The Revolution. Even though it's a weird example, I know a lot of people don't play that, but, you know, that game, native 4K, looks sharp. It looks really good. It looks really, really good. Um, and, of course, other games, native 4K, but when you play at 30 frames per second, um, you know, it, it feels like it leaves room. Uh, it leaves room for, for much to be desired. But... When you're able to play games at not only native 4K resolution, but at 60 frames per second, 4K 60, it's a big, big game changer, and it really adds to the immersion and also response time. It makes the game really responsive and etc. So, um, so on Xbox Series X, you can have more experiences like that. Um, so yeah, if you want the best in terms of that, and you know, just a few examples I just named, and um, if you don't want to really be like, oh man, does this game support FPF boost on a Series X? Or, you know, does the game support FPF boost or whatever? Because um, literally the list, every game on the FPF boost list supports Xbox Series X. Um, but if you don't want to worry about that, if you were to pick up the Series S, then I just highly recommend just going with the Xbox Series X. Especially like I mentioned earlier, my, my the beginning of this episode, if you're thinking about upgrading to a memory card, um, as soon as you get the Series S, because of the 300-something gigs that's available, um, you might as well save your money and go on the X, get the Series X whenever it's available. Um, especially, I know there's a big shortage right now. We're still going through that. Uh, the good news is, though, there is a lot of stores that has been having restocks as of recently. Uh, for example, I do believe Target. Now it's policy that um, you could walk into a Target, and if they have a Series X in stock... It's policy that they sell it to you in person. You don't have to um, go online and be like, oh, okay, you know, uh, put this on hold for me. And then, you know, you go in. You can literally walk in one morning and if they get a fresh restock of Series X's, boom, you could buy it. It's literally policy for Target. Um, you know, places like Walmart and, and other stuff, you know, it's still 
you got to go online and battle the bots. And if you're going through that, I'm so sorry, but I pray you get one. Um, you know, Jesus' name. Um, but minus all that, if you don't care about the best, you just want to jump into the current gen. If you just want to play Fortnite at 120 frames per second and other games at 120 frames per second. Um, and, and yeah, and don't get me wrong too. Also games with unlock frame rate, you still get to benefit at his peak performance as well. So I do believe also, uh, Grand Photo 4 actually, um, playing it on the, the, the series S you get, you still get to experience it on, um, at 120 hertz. I mean, excuse me, at a 60 hertz, excuse me, <laughs> at 60 hertz, excuse me. Oh my goodness. Um, all these numbers are getting me confused a little bit, you know? Um, but you know, games on cap frame rate or Bioshock one for the Xbox 360. If you go to the options menu, you can uncap the frame rate and boom, you get a 60 frame per second lock. Um, and that's just running through backwards compatibility. This it's running on solely horsepower, you know? Um, also because the RDNA two, you know, technologies inside the series S as well. So, um, yeah, if you don't really care about resolution, um, if you don't really care about Xbox One X enhancements um, other than the 360, um, and and you know you still you still get great performance on the Series S. It's just there's a lot of games that are optimized for Xbox Series X and S that you're not going to get the full the full benefit on the Series S, and uh, I think one of them is like ghost runner that game for example i could do 4k 60 um but on the series s is 1080p and i think 60 or there's an option for uh i think what 1440p maybe but at 30 frames and you know in other words is uh, oh also uh yakuza like a dragon that game as well it's like 900p but 60 frames per second on the uh, series x is at 60 frames uh 4k 60 um, so, so in other words, it's a case by case thing, but in other words, you will experience it, you know, the um, series X, you're not going to get the full benefit of things, but you can still experience a handful of games. Um, I mean, one, just the $300 price tag alone, you get to experience a handful of games, um, at a much improved frame rate. If it has an uncapped frame rate and etc., or if it's optimized for Xbox series S, you still get that benefit. Um, and Again, $300, and with additional 15 you get a whole library, access to a library of the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Um, you know, so in other words, at a cheaper level, you just have access to all these games that you want to play, and you can play with your friends. Uh, it's it's really, it's really um, peasing, and it's really impressive. I will say it's definitely impressive. And I know, I, I feel like I spoke more in this episode on this Series S. It's just, I guess... And don't get me wrong, I, I love my Series X. That's that's hands down overall what I recommend. But if you're on a budget, if you just want to drop into this current gen, and uh, you know if you want to ex- still experience 120 frames per second again, case by case basis, um, three hundred dollars for the Series S. Oh, and if you don't care about buying physical media, if you just want to jump into digital games. You know, which, you know, I really don't recommend either because, you know me, I'm a retro gamer. I love my physical copy of games. I love to look at a wall and I see the legacy of titles, you know. Um, but if you don't care about that, if you just want your library to be fully digital, then Series X, I might really say it's for you, Princess Courier, you know. Um, and I'm not sure. One thing I should have done, I'm not sure if like Call of Duty Warzone 
um, could take advantage of 120 hertz. I doubt it. Um, I think 60 frames still on the Series S. But as to where the Xbox Series X, you could you could play at 120 frames per second. Call of Duty Vanguard, you could play at 120 frames per second on the Xbox Series X. Um, but I'm not too sure on the S. I believe that feature is absent on the S, to my knowledge. So there you go. Um, I hope I answered that as detailed as possible. Um, I know I sounded a little over the place. I do sincerely apologize for that. Um, but hopefully, Princess Curie, uh, I answered the question. I hope that I was able to assist <laughs> making you a decision if you so choose. Uh, but again, if you just want a single player experience and you at the moment want to wait for the Series X, don't want to go for the S, um, you know, you could just stream Xbox Series X games on your Xbox One. And that's something really amazing what Xbox is doing. Um, it really feels like no gamer left behind sort of thing, you know? Um, so that's that's something you may want to consider as well until, you're, you know, the Series X is in stock in stores, you know, and is everywhere. And um, in terms of re reports, I, I do believe we might see this issue with... There's going to be restocks happening this year, no doubt about it. But I read that this shortage deal, I think from Bloomberg or something... Um, may not end until late 2022 or as early 2023 so it might be a little rough here um but whatever you decide i pray you get it you deserve it and god bless you and i hope you find it useful all right so that's all for me um thank you guys so very much for tuning in um if you have a question or a topic you want me to address your answer on the show you can send an email at twgp questions at gmail.com make sure you write question at the subject bar and please leave your name in the message um in the question so i could probably address you here on the show and hopefully your question and or topic will be featured in the next episode also you could if you don't want to send me an email that's fine i'm also on twitter so if you have you want to send me a message on twitter um I'm, you could send a tweet at true gaming as well and also um i am on youtube i am on youtube um, there's been, you know, uh, I, if you were to go on my YouTube, I think there's only a few episodes, um, on there. I'm working. I know I said this probably three episodes now. I'm so bad. I'm sorry guys. <laughs> um, but I'm working on it. I am working on it. You're going to see more episodes on there, but every new episode is released on YouTube. Um, so you could, you know, find my YouTube at Chuey. Uh, not at, but True Way Gaming Podcast on YouTube and, you know, leave a subscribe. And, you know, if you want prefer to listen over YouTube, you could do that as well. Um, also, I do have an Instagram as well. Uh, uh, True Way Gaming. <laughs> True Way Gaming on Instagram. And uh, you see the the logo um, on Instagram page. And if you just want to, you're curious to what I post on there or maybe some hints to what future episodes will be, you could definitely check that out as well. And I thank you so very much again. And wherever you are, um, if you're listening on Spotify or iTunes or Google Podcasts, etc., please leave a like, you know, um, subscribe, follow to your friends and family about True Way Gaming. Tell them if they want to tune into a podcast where um, the host will has, you know, interaction with the listener. Tell them about True Way Gaming and literally anything gaming related um, topic or question. So, yeah, thank you guys very much for all your support sticking with me and i love you guys god bless you i love you jesus loves you my name is one way soldier and this is the end of my transmission Beautiful.